Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, James Bell. In this episode of the Bentonville Beacon, we're revisiting a handful of our favorite moments from season one, which features entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders from Bentonville's thriving outdoor recreation industry. We hope you'll enjoy these season one highlights and take this chance to revisit any episodes you might have missed. Thanks for joining us in this conversation about Bentonville, where you can have more of what you want and less of what you don't. Why should outdoor recreation companies really care about Bentonville? So, excuse me, I think what what Bentonville's done is built itself into a a true hub of outdoor recreation for for the entire country. This particular region has turned into a place for people to live and come and visit and play um, with a variety of activities that are hard to find in the middle of the U.S., right? I mean, outside of here, you'd be hard-pressed to find the same collection and opportunities of all the outdoor rec we have unless you go all the way to the East Coast and get into the Appalachians or all the way to the West until you get past Colorado into the Rockies, right? In the middle of the U.S., this becomes, um, I think this area has become just this draw for um, not only people in the state of Arkansas, but for you know the states all around us of people coming and using um, because you have this large group of of tourism coming in, this large investment in the space from the city and from other investors in Terry to make this um, a great outdoor rec space, then it's natural for businesses to want to be here too. You have a large collection of product testers, right? Or experts in the community. We, we're beyond just tourism for mountain biking, for instance, now. We have people moving here that have been professional mountain bikers for years that are seeing this as a playground for them to come and play in. Right? You want those experts around you, I think, as a business owner. You want those experts around you to bounce ideas, to learn from where the problems might be or to solve the next problems for them. Because if you can solve them for the, the experts, then you solve them for the, the rest of the community as well. I think all of that growth combined makes this an ideal spot to take an outdoor recreation uh, a business or, or build one like what we're doing with Gorp and bring it here and do it right here in, in Bentonville. So let's talk about why you're in Bentonville? Why not somewhere else? Maybe you can tell us, you know, why is Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas and the Ozark Mountains such a special place for you beyond that course you grew up here? And what's the advantage of being here? Yeah, I think the advantage really of growing up here, which I didn't exactly ask, but the advantage of growing up here is having visibility of the area, right? Um, I've traveled um, pretty much all over the United States. I've lived in different areas. I've definitely uh, been in, you know, the Rockies and on Mountain West and all those areas. And I'm absolutely amazed at those landscapes. My, and growing up, I would always say, I'm going to move out to Colorado one day. That may happen one day too, you know, like in the, va- in the near in the past future, just to experience that mountain air, as, you know, for full time. But what Arkansas has, I think is something special. It's maybe less flashy, but it's not anything less uh, inspiring. So having grown up in the Ozarks and, and, and been through, you know, all these hills and these valleys and, and uh, hollows and um, seen the bluffs and the rock formations and the creeks and the rivers, there's something special about this place. And I think it, there's, it, there's been something special about this place for, well, forever, right? So, well, for as long as it's been the Ozarks. Um, but not many people know about it. That's changing fast. And, and, and honestly, as a result of the mountain biking scene, that our, our local notoriety on the general outdoors arena in the inner outdoors industry has risen substantially since I started lives in even because of what the efforts that this area and the families here have done um, to 
develop mountain biking. But what I'm getting at is it, it's beautiful. It's untapped. It's uncrowded, right? So you go to a lot of the most popular outdoor destinations that are traditionally on the cover of Outside Magazine, right? And you go there and you've gone there and you had the same thought as 4,000 other people that day. You can't find parking. You feel like you're at a theme park. The trails are six feet wide, right? Or 12 feet wide in some places. And it's really hard to find that, that solitude, that inspiration that you go to nature to find. In the Ozarks, you can, you can get out there and be alone in one hour. You know, well, in 30 minutes from where we are right now. Right. And chances are you won't see anybody else for a while. And if you do, it's going to be, you know, that's okay. But like there's special places here. And, and I feel like a lot of it is not even what you see. Right. Like a lot of like the, it's almost like a micro version of the Rocky Mountains. Like I said, it's not 14,000 feet tall, you know, we're 2,000 feet tall, but it's beautiful and it's special. And uh, one of the taglines that we ran with for a long time at Fayetteville is the Ozarks are magic. And I always really liked that. We had shirts that just said the Ozarks are magic and they were really some of my favorite. But that encapsulates this idea that like the Ozarks have something special, you know, and and, and there's something to be uh, gained by spending time outside here. And just to hit it more on the head of, of the interest of this podcast, whenever I was going to start Lives In, I looked all over the country. We had kind of tabula rasa, right? We could have gone anywhere. Um, I have connections in other places, obviously not as deep here from, from growing up here, but I looked at, you know, uh, moving out to Utah, um, places in Colorado, Oregon, Northern California, places where there are hubs of outdoor industry that already exist, even North Carolina. And the thought was, you know, go where there's a hub, right? You can find talent, you can find capital, you can be, you know, at the bar rubbing shoulders with people that are going to be your, you know, partner later on. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the time we were doing that, there was rumors of things going on here, right? That we're seeing materialized today. There was the push towards mountain biking, which from my point of view was always going to open up the greater outdoor access and get people knowing what this place is because they'd come here for mountain biking and realize they can climb or float or hike or camp, you know, all these, these great things. Um, and, and knowing what I know about Arkansas combined with what it felt like was a regional current or, you know, canoe where everybody was paddling one direction downstream and that in that direction was towards outdoor recreation. I thought it was a unique time to stay here. You know, I kind of wanted to go like, you know, I want, I've been here my whole life. I don't wanted to go somewhere else, but it's like, well, well, you know, there's, there's this current, there's this, there's this, there's this opportunity to be involved in something on the front side and be a brand associated with it and grow with an area that really wants to see things like what we're doing exist in this space. Right. And that's, that's unique. Um, whereas if we went to Denver, we would have been one of a hundred outdoor companies created that month. Right. Right. You know, here we, we get to be one of a handful and there are really good ones here. Right. And we get to be a, a, a voice in the conversation, help steer it and, and, you know, get the community support that, that is come, that comes along with being part of something that the community wants to support. So what would you say to people, especially other biking or outdoor uh, recreation business leaders? Why should they care about Bentonville? I think Bentonville is so unique in that, first of all, the infrastructure is there. So that, that's the obvious. You have the support, you have the infrastructure for those. But when you want to display your product to have, you know, like 
your scene is there. The scene is set. You don't have to go out and look for places to test your product or people to test it. The the support is is in place. It's easy to live here. There are attractive, it's attractive for families. And I think that, that we've all kind of come back to that in the last two years of how important it is to be with your family and, and how that nuclear unit is is where it is. And to come here and have be able to work, make a decent living, have great jobs, have access, and still be able to have that family balance is really unique to anywhere I've seen. And so not only can you offer your business a, a great location, support from the community, but you can also offer your employees so much by being here. Yeah, it really is that way. So I brought my family here in December of 2020, grew up in central Arkansas, moved all over the country, uh, came here in December of 2020 as the last stop. Yeah. We're not going anywhere else. This is amazing. Well, you couldn't we're, for two years after that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, what a place to uh, build and grow a family and to, to have the kind, be able to live in the kind of place where um, when your children grow up, they want to be here. Or if they do leave and go away, and some will, right? They know they can come back and they will come back mm-hmm. and, and generations of your family uh, can can really just be from. And it's it's such a cool place. Well, and it really is so central. So we talk about being here and having access to things, but being here, you still have access to, and that people have access to you because it's it really is very centrally located and easy to get to. And um, yeah, it's, I, I'm a little jealous. I wish that I had brought my family sooner. So you're getting to start with your kiddo from the very beginning and take right. advantage of all of those um, wonderful aspects that Northwest Arkansas has to offer. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So what would you say to companies who maybe have a substantial presence elsewhere or they're not ready to relocate the whole company? What would you say to them about the need to have a presence of some sort in Bentonville? Bentonville is a very unique place in that it supports, with the infrastructure it has for outdoor industries, and especially if you're in that industry and you're looking, um, just to be here and to have a presence is Great. And and when you think about what it offers your employees, I think that that makes it not only an attractive place to come and do business, um, to be, but also your employees can live a really great lifestyle by being here. Um, one of the things that Ryan, the founder of our company, had t- mentioned to me when in just talking about like, what, why, what are we doing? You know, not, not what are we doing here, but, but why? What is the why? He also talked about the reciprocal aspect of what Benville can do for us, which, you know, is that location, 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 that visibility, but also as a company evaluating what we can offer to Bentonville. And because we are a company that grabs those kids when they're really young and really promotes that healthy lifestyle, and, and we teach people how to buy, have, ride bikes, but it could be anything. Um, the community partners here that that work together in order to support that lifestyle um, and just have events and be present and, and kind of create that billboard. Like we, as all of these different companies work together to create this, this billboard. And, and it, a lot of it is, yes, it's biking, but a lot of it is also just that healthy lifestyle. And so if you can, if that's something that you can offer Benville too, like think of it from that perspective and, and, Pull that all in. I love that you said <laughs> that because when uh, when I'm recruiting companies uh, in my role in economic development, um, one of the things that I look for as an ideal marker for a company is not just what can we give them, mm-hmm. 
what, you know, how they can thrive being here. But what is it that they want to do here in the community? Because this community all sort of builds and walks together forward in a direction. And it may not be, uh, there may not be a formalized method for doing that, but that's just what happens. It's the mm-hmm. type of folks who are attracted here. They're growth mindset folks that are working together to build something. And it's absolutely obvious. And, and we love companies that, that have that mindset. I, and I love the informalness of that process a lot. Like I'll be trying to decide, you know, where to put my efforts or what to do. And, and people just walk through the door. And you know how any business is. Everybody's always, what can you do for me? And what, what do you have for me? But it's, it's always one of these things where like, everybody's so open to something that they just, we talk and we run things by each other and we throw things out and see what sticks. And then the next thing you know, you have a community partner that you didn't even think to reach out to. They walked in your door and you're making great things happen uh, here in Bentonville. And, and that's, that's unique to me. And I don't know if that's because of my location, because I'm right there on the square that I get so much of that traffic. But I also have those conversations just running into, into people at the store. It's nice to be surrounded by people who are forward thinking and, and identifying where there's a need and whatever it is and finding solutions for it. Other than the obvious that the founders are uh, here in Bentonville, why is this the best place to build Flowfeet? Yeah, I can take that. So when I first you know, considered moving to this area, um, you know, I have a family that plays into it. I, I am an entrepreneur that is very far from being done. That obviously played into it in a huge role. And you know, one of the biggest questions I had was, is this somewhere I believe I can build and innovate over the next decade? And you know, my method for determining this was basically to meet as many people as possible that were innovating in the area so I could understand the talent, the ecosystem, and the entrepreneurial drive that existed here, as well as gauge the momentum moving forward. And that's kind of how I started this process. Um, one of the first people that I met, actually, I think the first person that I met through a uh, uh, you know, mutual friend down here was... Uh, Graham Cobb, you know, who, who Bryce mentioned earlier, previous uh, president and CEO of the chamber and just phenomenal uh, guy. But, you know, he he met with me, you know, took me on a ride, of course, uh, you know, told me the absolutely epic story of him uh, eating it on Blackbird. Um, mm-hmm. Asked him about that. It's incredible. Uh, and, you know, he introduced me to a ton of people. And that was that was really, really helpful and really helped drive my decision making. My conclusion after meeting with you know a lot of people in the area was, you know, while this area still has needs, um, and, and from an you know entrepreneurial ecosystem perspective, the raw drive and desire to grow that I found here meant you know huge potential. And being an entrepreneur, I'm always betting on the upside, and I think the upside on entrepreneurship in Northwest Arkansas over the next five years is tremendous. So that's really you know, one of the biggest deciding factors that that made me pull the trigger on coming down here. And I think anybody that comes to visit and does that homework is going to see the exact same thing. We have smart people. We have capital. We're trying to loosen that capital up a little bit, I think. We're trying to get it a little more on the risk forward side, but it's here. Uh, and amazing economic and ecosystem building blocks. So that's, you know, what I tell people is is come visit, come see what I saw and make an informed choice. Uh, if I wanted to start a business or had a business elsewhere, 
And I learned about this place here in Northwest Arkansas and Bentonville and the Ozark Mountains. Uh, how should I be thinking about this place? Uh, you know, maybe my my business operations are elsewhere and I'm looking to grow. How should I be thinking about Bentonville? You know, I'll speak directly to the outdoor rack in my mind is, is um, I guess, two components. And this will, frankly, just talk about 37 North Expeditions is that our seasons to a lot of people might be like a distracting feature. You know, you've got a lot of guide services are very seasonal, right? They are solely focused on water sports. So they're only kind of during the summer months or they're solely focused on skiing. So they really only got a few months in the winter and stuff. We do it all. And I don't, uh, there's not really anybody else that does. And, and at least extremely present that have been around for like for the amount of time that we have. And, um, it's our greatest advantage, right? So we use this as an advantage. What some people might look as a dis- disadvantage is this, these seasons, you know, unbelievably rich falls to incredible water opportunities in the summer to winters, like you said, that you um, could do some, you know, some, some winter type activities. You get incredible amounts of uh, eagles that, that come in and winterize here. You have an incredible amount of, uh, um, you know, just hiking opportunities in the winter is the best time to hike. Um, biking continued. So I guess what I'm getting at is, is seasons are not to be forgot about. They, they, they could be an advantage and they are to us. Um, and then again, like I said, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but to me, this connection of you, you get the largest employer in the world. I guess I probably should have somebody really understand. I, I probably don't 100% know that, but I'm pretty sure that I've heard that before. It is. Largest. Okay. Thank you. Um, connected in a community, again, is hyper-focused on the outdoors. So there's just a lot of focus in that. For us, we, you know, we do a lot of these weekend kind of outings and stuff, but a lot of people might know, know we, I mean, we're going to serve probably around 700 to 800 kids in, in, in summer programming this summer. Um, so we have an incredibly strong um, youth programming efforts. A lot of that is our own internal camps, but to be honest, way more of that is we we partner with public school systems, private school systems, um, boys and girls clubs, groups, and all those kind of things. And then second, kind of what I was just mentioned there is our, our corporate uh, our corporate outing arm of our of our company is is very strong too. And you know everything from leadership um, in the outdoors to, to just simple days out of the office to there, we got a couple organizations we're actually creating true wellness programs for them, right. With the focus on the outdoors. So, so that to me, I, I mean, it's a little bit roundabout way to answer your question, but, um, you can't really detach yourself from the seasons in the outdoor recreation. And you also can't detach yourself from what's going on with the rest of the community here. That really is, it might be fair to say, unlike anywhere else in the, in the, in the country or maybe even the world with that, that combination of things going on at the same time. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, I, I have to admit, I got some uh, uh, chills up my spine and the hair on the back of my neck really did st- uh, stand up when you started talking about e- Eagles and the four seasons and so on. But then uh, I love how you brought it around to talk about fortune one is here and in towns right next door, there's two other Fortune 500 companies. There's vendors of these companies that are are, are here, and then yet you have this feel of this. Um, uh, I'll describe it as somebody did the other day. They said, "Look around. We're a ski town, except there's no snow. There's bike racks on everybody's cars, yeah. right? And then with water sports and everything else is happening around here, it's 
there isn't. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the exciting thing for us is that we have since the beginning, biking has been a part of what we've done, but it's, it's a part and we, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, we have an unbelievable amount of paddling and stand up paddle boarding and, you know, different types of kayaking excursions. And, and I mean, really just year round, we have something going on all the time. And then, like I said, too, it's just, we are very excited about the next progress, next few years of this company, um, digging past just that thing to do for fun. And a lot of people know us for that. Like if you know of 37 North, you've been on excursion, mm-hmm. it's usually like, Hey, that's what I could do on a Saturday or Sunday. And I'm getting, but we are, we're really with our youth and our corporate, you know, f- uh, there's a lot of issues with, with youth programming right now, the, you know, technology is taking over youth lives. There's certain groups that have filled those roles that are just not doing as good as they have 20, 30 years ago. Right. Um, and then on the corporate side too, I mean, if I hear one more person tell me a step counter is a wellness program, um, that's not how we as a community want to would define our corporate wellness, right? So let's connect that to the outdoors. So for us, we are just super excited about taking it. It's, it's way more than just a day outside. We're going to try to help. How do we take the outdoors and solve mental health crisis? How do we solve physical health crisis? How do we solve issues with that COVID has brought to us that everybody's working remotely now and we're, we're losing bonding within teams and organizations, right? And how do we use the outdoors to solve um, issues of, of collaboration, leadership development, those kind of things. And that's, that's, that's where we are right now present and super excited about all we do in the corporate world and then also in the youth programming world. Yeah, I love that you brought, off, brought up health and wellness too. And, you know, with everything that's happening here, that is yet another area where Bentonville is placing a stake. And I'll say that, you know, people someday, a few decades from now, perhaps when the evidence is available, may talk about Bentonville in the same way uh, with respect to healthcare wellness as they do with retail today uh, because of our Fortune One. Um, and then, we have this ability really to tie health healthcare or health and wellness into the outdoors. And it's going to very much be a big part of that. So stand by out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have a season of uh, health and wellness uh, coming as well. So you've decided to found Amped Electric Games here in Bentonville. You even joined the chamber. Yeah. So sounds like my, you're... That was my first step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, you've bought into Bentonville as a destination uh, thinking about others who might want to launch uh, festivals or businesses here, how should they be thinking about Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, and how can they capitalize on what's happening here? Well, I think that might be a little bit hard for me to answer because mm-hmm. I haven't we haven't had our event yet, but I would say that the support system that I found here has been incredible. So I'd say for somebody who's thinking about starting a small business, I would say that this is a a fantastic place to do that, and I've actually met. A lot of people here that have started small businesses, you know, they've come from all over the place and and started businesses here. So I will say, I think that the infrastructure here and the incubation that can happen in Bentonville, because it is a an area that is open to new ideas, like we talked about, and it's also a fairly large population. So you could get enough of a sample size to really try something out if you wanted to try something that hadn't been done before like we're doing now. Yeah. So uh, can you talk more about the the organizations and the people who have uh, been helping you? Uh, I know Visit Bentonville 
sure. uh, is one of them, but we tell our audience how they helped you and how that's been going. Sure. Sure. So, um, Visit Bentonville is definitely a good resource for uh, marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, They also have uh, things like grants and things available. I haven't taken advantage of of those things yet, but they do, you know, they take that money from the the chair from the taxes and they make that available to small businesses. So they do things like putting things on the the wire. If you want to do like press release or something like that, they're also very good at doing signal boosting for like social media campaigns and things like that. So I would say that um, they're really good as far as a, a resource. And then I've also been working a little bit with the University of Arkansas, and they have a business development department over there. Mm-hmm. And they've done things for me, like taking a look at my numbers, my like the raw Excel spreadsheet numbers that I put together that I thought was going to be what the numbers. And they said, mm, you didn't think about this and this and this and this. So being somebody who came from software and not knowing a lot about business, that was very, very important for me to have somebody to say, kind of take my hand and say, oh, maybe not take my hand, slap my face with my own hand and say, hey, you didn't think about this, this, and this, and this. So there's a lot of things that go into it that, you know, whereas, you know, looking from the top and saying, oh, I can, no problem, that'll be easy. It's not always so easy. So they've helped me do things like Look at permitting mm-hmm. um, through the town because you know permits have to be pulled in certain time frames and things like that. We were talking about doing a parade downtown, so they were talking about maybe uh, pulling a permit to like close downtown so we could do a, a parade, yeah, um, downtown. And they help with um, also with the grants piece, taxes, all kinds of things. Also business formation, you know, because yeah. that's another big thing that you have to think about when you start a business. Is am I going to be an LLC? Am I going to be an S corp? Am I going to be incorporated? So they kind of help to give you the the benefits of of each of those structures, but that doesn't preclude hiring a professional tax account or tax right. attorney. They give you advice, but obviously, you know, it's incumbent upon you to to do as you will with that. Yeah, you bet. So we're really lucky over at the chamber that we sit in a building or in a, a complex with a couple of buildings. There's some amazing resources like the Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center through the University of Arkansas has a satellite office there. But right next door to us, I don't even know if we've talked about this before, is the Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation uh, Program, which is the University of Arkansas's incubator okay. for outdoor recreation products. Okay. Yeah. So no, we um, haven't talked about that. Oh, then I need to make some introductions <laughs> for I, you. I do want to say, though, is I wouldn't have found any of these resources without you. So I, I do want to say I appreciate all the help that, that you gave me. And and also how excited you were about the project when I called you, because I said, I remember specifically saying to you, I know your job is to shoot these projects down. So please tell me what I did wrong or how this is going to fail. And you said, I want tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty much said, the response. I guess I guess I got a winner here. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon podcast. We hope to see you next week. 